Now, we're going on now to, for the next two days, for the next couple of principal parts. And uh, that will finish the principal parts off. Now, we're going to be doing the chapter 25. Um, we're going to be doing that in two portions. And so we'll do A and B, right, uh, today and tomorrow. Now, here's the thing that's going to be unusual about this. We're going to be doing this kind of backwards. That is to say, the chapter is in two parts. There's the perfect active, and there's the perfect middle passive. We're actually going to be doing the middle passive, the second portion of the chapter, first because it's a little bit easier to explain and the morphology is a little bit more regular. So we're going to start out and speak a little bit today about what the perfect means in Greek. So we'll do a little bit of English here. In our language, the perfect has three different meanings. One is a past action that is done for which there is a present result or aftermath. So if you say, I have arrived, what you mean is, not that I came a few minutes ago, you mean I'm here right now. I have arrived, the party can begin. So I am now here but that is predicated on a past act occurring. I did arrive, and now I am here. That's not the same thing as saying something like, there is a prairie dog on the table. Uh, that, I mean, now you're just, or the, this uh, folder is on the table. But I have arrived is a past act, present enduring result. Here is the second meaning. It is a past activity that is still going on. I have lived in St. Louis now for 14 years. And I'm still living here. This is not a past act with enduring results. This is a past act that's still happening. I have lived here for 14 years. And then there is the past activity at an indefinite time. I have seen the Prado Museum in Madrid. When is that? I'm not telling you what date it is. The minute I put a date in, I can't use the perfect anymore. I saw the Prado in 1991. You would not say in English, I have seen the paintings in 1991. They, once you have a definite time frame, you must use the simple past tense or aorist in English. But if you have no time frame, we use the perfect. So can you say that sentence again? What do we use for perfect? We, we use it for a time, an act in the past at an indefinite time. I have, been, I have visited Madrid. But if I put a time in, I say I visited Madrid in 1991. I'm talking about English now. Talking about English. We have these three meanings. Now, in Greek, 
only the first one, only the first one is reflected by the perfect. The third one about a past activity at an indefinite time is actually done also by the aorist. And the second one is done by the imperfect. So the perfect in Greek is a very, very limited tense. It's only used for a very specific and circumscribed purpose. We use the perfect much more frequently than Greek does. Now all the examples I gave you are in the active voice. We're going to start out doing the passive voice particularly. And let me give you examples of each of those three kinds of English perfect using the passive voice. Here's the first one. This particular bird has been seen in this area. Well, when was that? I'm not telling you. But if I say, this bird was seen in this area last year. See, I put in the definite time last year. Now, I can't say has been seen. I've got to simply say was seen, which would be an aorist passive. At some time, at some time in the past, this bird has been seen in this area. Uh, here is, so that, that's that one like, I have been to Madrid. That's that third example. Yeah, that's number three. Now backing up, the second example. This has been noticed for some time now. And people are still noticing it. You know? This traffic business at 8 o'clock has been noticed for some time now. So that would be a past act that's still continuing. And now comes the first one, which is what Greek will do. Hey, the job has been finished. Relax. The job has been finished. Relax. Meaning, it's done. And that's the point that I want to get to next. That last one I gave you, which is the equivalent of the number one of the first group, is a past activity which is no longer going on. All of those of you who've had Greek before probably got this wrong. The perfect is not past activity that is still continuing. It is past activity that has ceased and its results are now visible. A student uh, a couple of years ago gave me an interesting word here in explaining this, and that is the word aftermath. So if you say the aftermath of the uh, hurricane, you mean the hurricane came through and now there's an enduring result. That's the perfect tense. And so, and so, the expression that is most properly reflective 
of the perfect passive in Greek is this expression. Is or are plus the perfect passive participle. And the best example I can give you of that is from the Bible in John 19. Jesus says, it is finished. That is a perfect tense. Now, what does that mean when Jesus on the cross says, it is finished? It means he finished it, and now there is an enduring result. Namely, sin is taken care of. Clearly, when Jesus says, it is finished, he doesn't mean it is still being finished. Okay? So it doesn't mean that he was finishing it, and now he's still going. No, no. It means it got finished, and now there is an enduring result. Just remember that Bible passage. It is finished, meaning finishing happened. Now there is a new situation. There is a positive aftermath. So, rather than interpreting, not interpreting, I'm sorry, expressing, rather than expressing the perfect passive by saying, has been finished. You use the present and the perfect passive participle. Why? Because this is what you're expressing. Aftermath. You are expressing present results or state. That's what you're expressing. Present results or state. When Jesus says it is finished, he means right now there's a new condition. That's what he means. He doesn't mean I finished it a few minutes ago. If he had meant it got finished a few minutes ago, he uses the aorist. But the perfect means it is now currently in a finished condition. So let me repeat that. To express the perfect passive, which is the most frequent appearance of the perfect, you use a present tense verb and the perfect passive participle because this is what you're expressing. The present results which are all finished and are now expressing a state. That's what you are expressing. Let me give you some other examples of good expressions of a perfect passive nature in English. I don't want to buy that car because the doors are scratched. Now when I say are scratched, do I mean people are scratching them right now? No. I mean in the past it got scratched. And now what's the current state? Scratched. Here's another one. He will be able 
to perform those functions for you, those pastoral functions, because he is ordained, is called and ordained, meaning somebody called him and ordained him, and now his condition is called and ordained. I can't tell you how much time we got left. The watch is broken. See, it got broken, but I don't care about that. I'm not caring to tell you that it got broken. Its current condition is non-functioning. It is broken. Looks like I got him out of the money. You know what? I don't. This $20 bill is forged. Is forged. Meaning somebody did it, but its current condition is forged. Okay? So... We are talking about something, something happening in the past. It is completed. This bill is not currently getting forged. But that is its aftermath, its condition, its state, its status as a result of past activity. Now, it's a fairly sophisticated concept that we're talking about. It's a fairly sophisticated concept. And I want to emphasize, before we look at any uh, morphology, I want to emphasize two things that are not the case with the perfect. This is very important that you get this. The perfect is not conveying past activity that is still continuing. The perfect is done, finished. Kaput. It is static, a state. You know, we can drive out on that lake because the water is frozen. That's perfect passive. And, and it, no, the combination of is and frozen is the, is is your, clue, is your clue. Now, it better not still be being frozen or you're going to fall in. See? It is in a state. So you express the current condition, the present current condition, by using a present tense of the verb to be. But to reflect the fact that something went on to bring about that current condition, we use the passive participle of giving you the ver verbal action. So, I am going to be, even as I have been for the last four chapters, I am going to be completely frustrated for the next few days again as you people butcher the English language. <laughs> And just like we had that issue of had, 
So we're going to have the issue of translating the perfect passive and not translating it has been finished. All right? Because it's not reflecting past activity. It is reflecting current state. Wake up, Brian. It is reflecting current state. That's why you say is finished, not has been finished. 